Blog Talk Radio. Witches. It is a special 6 p.m. edition. My name is Raina Starr. Dorian Wallace has the night off. And we have a special guest tonight, and I'm going to bring her on in a minute. But before we do that, Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredible, the Wicked One herself, the fantastic Dorothy Morrison, Wicked Witch Studios. Check it out, www.wickedwitchstudios.com for all of your fine witchy needs. And if you need that stuff shipped overseas, check out theangrycauldron.com. They have their own line of goods, and they ship Dorothy's stuff internationally, which is phenomenal. If you are new to the show, welcome. This is not a GPG or even an R-rated show. So if dirty talk, bad language, and anything else that might be foul should come out of my mouth, then you might not like that. This may not be the show for you, but if you don't mind, I don't mind. Happy to have you. So anyway, it's time to bring on tonight's guest, the incredible one. She is one of my favorite people in the world and author of the new book, or the newest book by her is Herb Magic, An Introduction to Magical Herbalism and Spells, the incredible one herself. Patty Wigginton. Hey, Patty. Raina. Hey. I'm so I'm so Hi. glad that you threw out this disclaimer that it's okay if I use sweary words because I, I I don't have a filter. So that that makes me feel good. <laughs> yes, I I can't. It's a New York thing for me. I was raised yeah. swearing. I can't seem to stop. I mean, I can stop if I want to, but why the fuck yeah. would I want to do that at this point? I'm saying, so sister. Hopefully, some. You know? All right. So I'm hoping some people actually got their Trump books. Because <laughs> gosh knows. He hasn't done shit else for us. So I'm very yeah. pleased about the Trump books. Everybody's like, well, you know, Nancy Pelosi did that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But Dick Wad could have refused to sign. And he didn't refuse yeah. to sign. So I'm figuring, all right, the broken clock is right twice a day. There you go. Right. All right. I have not the received, rest of it. I have not received ah. my Trump bucks, but you know, I think I'm probably just waiting around for for him to like, you know, he's got to sign every all like they had to like reprogram the IRS computer to put his signature on it. So, whatever. Which is so ridiculous. Yeah. Really. But anyway. We're not here to talk about that bullshit. We're here to talk about a book. (laughs) Yeah. Serious. Okay, (laughs) so I want you to know that I have, I mean, I've been practicing witchcraft since I was 12. I have read a whole lot of books because I'm 58 years old. (laughs) So I've I've been through some books. And it never ceases to amaze me of, you know, you do really great books. You do spell books. You do all kinds of pagan writings, which I fucking love. But, you know, (laughs) 
your books always like show up smiling. I don't know how to explain oh. it better than that. Like your books that. always have they have a smile when you when you open them, when you touch them. Like even the texture of the cover, I know that people think I'm being ridiculous, but did you touch I mean, have you touched the texture of this cover? It is like butter. <laughs> it's like you. It is. It's, it's like, like butter. butter. She's 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 butter. I mean, seriously, these books are the happiest fucking books I think I've ever owned. <laughs> They're just joyful. They're like, here we fucking are. Appreciate this shit, why don't you? And I do. Because quite <laughs> frankly, Listen, there's lots of books about herbs. Why is this one special? Sure. I'll tell you why this one is special. I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, it's illustrated beautifully. Um, you've included lots of good information. You didn't try to cram every herb ever created or invented or right. seen into the book. You, you went with a specific number. What I want to know is, how did you arrive at the 40 that you arrived on? I mean, how did you land on those particular ones? Um, magic. No. <laughs> that, I, wish I, say, I, I wish I could say that there was a secret formula for that. But honestly, what I started doing was I started thinking about the magic that I do, which is very earth and nature based. And I thought to myself, yeah. okay, what are the herbs that I either use the most or that people ask me about the most? And that's why those there. Now there are a couple in there that do not fall into either of those categories, but I threw them in there because I thought they were important anyway. But for the most part, you know, yeah. I constantly get messages from people who are like, so what do I do with rosemary or how can I use lavender? Um, so that was, yeah. you know, we wanted it to be, common herbs there's so many different plants out there there's thousands and thousands that i could have gone into but if it's a plant that nobody's yep. ever heard of and that they can't find somewhere it's not going to do them any good and we wanted this to be a usable handbook to herb magic we wanted it to be like here's the herbs that you can come by easily for the most part and here's some different ways yep. that you can use each and every one of those yeah, and I love that. Like, for example, one of my favorite things in this entire world is lavender. I love oh. lavender. I use lavender. Yeah, I mean, I use lavender for, you know, calming purposes. I use mm -hmm. lavender to keep mosquitoes away. Lavender is really, really super-duper common, and you've got a section about what to do with lavender in the magical sense. And you give the, the yeah. planetary rulers to everything, and you give the gender and the Latin name, which, hey, listen, I don't know how to pronounce Latin, but fuck it, I'll wing it, I'll give shit. <laughs> um, you know, but you give, like, you give it very concisely, though. You know, you give, it, it's not 9,000, how do I explain this? It's not overdone. You don't overdo it. It's like, here, this is good for this stuff, and you may not have thought about this stuff too. And, it's and that was stuff kind of what I was by. going for. Yeah, I wanted to make yep, it something that is accessible and relatable to people, whether they've been practicing as long as you and I have, or whether there's someone who is just yep. now exploring and this is the first book they've ever bought. I wanted it to be something where people of any experience level could flip to a page and go, Oh, yeah, I could totally do that. That's, that's what I'm going for. 
You know, I and I inter. I mean, this is pretty much my second job. I interview people who write books primarily. Sure. I mean, I do interview. I we interview artists. We interview musicians. Sis and I have been very lucky. We've got a vast array of folks that have been kind enough to. <laughs> not throw up after spending an hour or two with me. So, <laughs> you well, know, you, you give good podcast. Oh, <laughs> you're sweet. But I mean, we talk to like everybody. We talk to the top people yeah. in the fields. We talk to everybody because we like a lot of different opinions and we like a lot of folks. What can I say? So, right. you know, we, we, We've had people that are way over my head. There are people who make me feel way comfortable. Like you make me feel way comfortable. So, and because in a lot of regards, even though, well, I mean, even though I've been, you know, practicing a really long time, I know far from a lot. I really do not know all that much. I just know, you know, basic shit because everyone has a different opinion and, you know, there's some folks that go into theory and theory is great and yeah, different paths yeah. are great, but I, I like simple stuff. Like I have, I have youngsters, well, youngsters, youngsters, late twenties, early thirties, but right. Folks right. Who are related to me. Right. Folks who are related to me who are like, listen, I grew up with your old ass and you didn't teach me <laughs> shit and I didn't teach them shit. No, no, no. But here's the reason. My, I got shoved into the church very, very young, not Ooh. by my choice. And I have always felt that a spiritual path of any kind is a very fucking personal decision. So it is. It's I was personal. not exactly. And my feeling was that I was not going to do to them what was done to me. Right. You know, right. if, I, if you want, if you want to know about what I do. Yeah, yes, is going to have to ask me because I'm right, not, right. I mean, they're used to, you know, they're used to me doing rituals and they're used to me doing this and that. And they've seen mother in action, you know. Sure. But I never, I never, I never made it a thing where everybody in the house had to do what I do. I mean, now as a family, we do. Like, right. we have a they ritual. They do it on their own. You know. Right, exactly. Like, we do an offering once a week. It's a family offering, booze, uh-huh. you know. So we we pretty yeah, much do yeah. that offer together. We're grateful for the week. We thank the gods for, you know, the cool shit they've let us experience and all of that good stuff because one of my things about – one of my things is gratitude. I'm very big on gratitude. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. we make it a point to do that. But what I – but back to the point, sorry, I deviated from the septum. Um <laughs> But the point is, is that I can hand this book over to my son, who, by the way, still hasn't returned the other book I lent him of yours. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'll have to. I'll, I'll get you another yeah. one. That way, he can have his own copy. Well, when we're at Mystic South, I'm going to make him go up to you himself and buy his own copy. There you go. Oh, okay. Go, go get your own. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Perfect. And I think he's. I think he's dying to meet the lady who writes the the cool books that he likes so much because it doesn't go Aww. over his head. I mean, Aww. you know, it's like you've made it so that it's very accessible and there's nothing wrong 
with refer you know big text reference books there's nothing wrong with that at all but for someone who's who's new coming in or who's just kind of tired and not full of patience like me these your books are perfect because it's this is what it is. Let's get to the point. Let's get to it fast. Here you go. This is what you need to know. Move along. <laughs> Hurry up. Right. Right. Well, you I know, it's it. funny I because when, it. I first, when I first started practicing, so I'm 51, and I started practicing when I was 18. So you can do the math. And so it's been a really yeah. long time. And when I first got into it, which you probably experienced this as well, there there were there were uh, significantly fewer books on the market, and the ones that were available were very. I I sometimes found them a little intimidating. Like they were talking, you know, there was a lot of emphasis on like high magic and ceremonial this and all this other stuff, and I'm like, that's not me. You know, I need to know how to do practical shit. So I wanted to right. write when I yeah. So when I got to the point where I was able. And I've been so blessed in my professional career where I was able to actually share information with other people. I wanted to present it in the way that I, the 18 year old Patty needed to have it presented. And it wasn't, I wanted it to feel like, Hey, we're just sitting at my kitchen table, having a cup of coffee or a shot of whiskey. And we're talking about herbs and we're talking about spells and we're talking about the deities you work with, but it's real casual. And that was what I wanted to do. um, Because, there's a lot of really great books out there and so many of them do go way over my head. So I feel you. Oh, seriously. And listen, and that's all to be appreciated, but you know what? Getting to the nitty gritty and getting, you know, just getting to basic stuff. You can't really go, you know, you have to walk before you run, you know, and this is right. Just, I'm, I don't like, I, I, I don't like feeling like, oh, my God, I am not smart enough to learn this, you know. Right, right. But, but I'm you know, the basic stuff, I, I mean, the basic stuff forms the foundation of all the bigger stuff that you're going to do later. Um, and I exactly. think it's a fine line between presenting basic stuff. It, there's, there's a line you walk where you want to present basic material in a way that's accessible and understandable, but not dumb it down. Because I don't ever want to assume that, people don't know things. I'm like, here's the information. I'm going to make it understandable. And where you go with it and how you use your critical thinking skills, that's on you. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, and that's what I love about it because it doesn't feel dumbed down. It feels like here's your basic info. Let's go. Right. <laughs> you right. know, let's, let's, roll. Keep it, yeah. let's keep it pushing. We, we got magic to do. We got things to that's make right. happen. Let's, let's make let's magic get this crime. train rolling. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny as hell. But <laughs> you're hilarious. I love you. You're fun too. If you ever get I, to, I love you too. And I, I you, hope we get to hang out at Mystic South. I really need Mystic South to happen this year. I do too. And not just because people need to buy books and go to class right. and, and all of that. It's because I think we've been sequestered so long, even though we really haven't been. If you think about it, this has been about a month to a month and a half for most of us. And we're already stir crazy. We're already missing each other. We're already missing out on events. Things are being moved. You know, it's, it's being a rough time. And because 
of the fact that it is a rough time, that's kind of why this is even more important to have stuff that's very easy to digest because there's so much happening right now. We are getting so much information just about the world we're living in. I know some people have the time and the patience to to do heavy duty, heavy heavy duty textbooks and ceremonial right, stuff and right. all that. More more power. Nothing to wrong it. with that. Absolutely, but for me right now, everything is changing so quickly. I need it short. I need it snappy. I need, you know what right. I mean. I I, yeah, I need I mean, it digestible. I need it. Yeah, I need it to be something that doesn't feel like a chore because you know you and I were talking earlier, and you know I work a full time job in the corporate world. I'm still doing that job from home as I've done since 2013. I'm doing online stuff. I'm working on writing projects that are coming up. I'm you know I'm sewing fabric masks for my friends to wear. I got plenty of shit to keep me busy. And I, I need it hot and dirty, baby. I need it fast, and I need it now. <laughs> you said hot and dirty. That's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, this is why she makes me smile because I'm a dirty old lady, and a lady can be made to laugh. That is a really awesome thing to do. And you Laugh have a powerful thing, man. Dude, let me tell you what. Husband number three got me because he kept me laughing for four hours the night we met. Oh, tell my God, you, that's a keeper. It's amazing. <laughs> it is a keeper. You know him. He's hilarious. Mark is a you got to get him. You've got to get him when he's, like, feeling a little footloose and fancy free, and he will have you crying. This is, you know, this is like the guy who told me Bugs Bunny jokes all night. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> He's that guy. Oh, God love him. Yeah. He's amazing. He is putting up with me is no easy task, I'll tell you. But, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like I was saying, you know, you've written, I don't even know how many books, because I've got like one, two, Oh my God! Three, you know what? I don't four. even know either. I'd have to like I, count. Um, shit! I I've got <laughs> four or five at this point, and I think I so. yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, oh my right God! Right <laughs> I know. So let me ask you because it's funny. Nine times out of ten when I ask somebody about why they wrote something, they say it's because they did not have the ability to find a book like this when they were coming up. And I love the fact that all of the books I had, because in my day, and I'm a bit older than you, um, we had like five writers, and that was yeah. pretty much it. And you were, you yeah. were lucky if you could get any of those books because they were not right. easily accessible. But right. And when I mean, you did get them, you had to order them by mail and they came in like a brown paper package. Your mailman thought you were buying porn. Oh yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Unbelievable. So why did you write this particular book right now? Because you've written, you've written a host of other books that 
you might have thought would come after this book, but right. I'm curious so to this know one why, actually, why this was the order. Yeah. Yeah. So this one actually kind of happened by accident. Um, and the reason I say that is because <laughs> so many things in my life do. Um, but the reason I say that I is know. because so last year over the summer, I was working on a manuscript for Llewellyn for a book that will be out in uh, September, which we can talk about here in just a minute. But I was writing that last summer, oh. and it was it was it was it, it was huge. It was something that like I'd been wanting to write for years, and I finally got a chance to do it. So I was blazing my way through that manuscript, and at the end of the summer, um, I was contacted by the folks at uh, Rockridge Publishing, which is an imprint of Callisto Media. Callisto is the publishing okay. company that I did uh, Wicca Practical Magic with in 2017. So I'd worked yeah. with them before. And uh, they came to me and they said, you know, we'd, we'd like to expand our, our paganism catalog a little bit. What you got? And I was like, dude, I'm writing a book right now. I don't, <laughs> I don't have time to write a second wow. one. And they were like, but if you right. were going to write one, what would you want to <laughs> write about? And I said, well, you know, I've never written a book about herbs, and I like those a lot. <laughs> so uh, they said, okay, well, maybe when you finish writing this book for Llewellyn, we could talk about herbs and stuff. Um, so that was kind of how wow. it unfolded. And I worked with the editor. We came up with a game plan. We sort of mapped out an outline of it. Here's how we want to do it. Here's what I don't want to include. Um, and so I basically, last year I wrote two books back to back. I was finishing up the edits on the book for Llewellyn while I was outlining this one for Rockridge. Wow. Is that weird working with two different publishers at once? I know nothing Very. about the publishing world. Oh, is yeah, it? it's super weird. Oh. It's, it's super weird. I mean, everybody's cool about it. And, you know, and I, and I told the folks at Rockridge, I told the editor, I was like, look, I was like, we need to make sure that both of these books get the appropriate level of attention and care that they need. I was like, so I can't spread myself right. too thin. Um, so they right. were, they, they were really great about working with me and saying, Oh, you know, if you've got something on deadline for Llewellyn, you go ahead and do that. We'll push things back a week or two or whatever you need. So they were great. Um, but that was, yeah, that was kind of how it happened. They asked me what I would want to write about if I had a chance to write a different book than the one I was already working on. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, I like plants. Wow. That's pretty amazing. I mean, to get a book deal in the middle of working on something else for a different book deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever, I, I know for a fact that I don't think, uh, there's there's never been a year where I've written two books at once. It's just never happened. Um, but wow. they kind of happened back to back and concurrently, and it was, it, it just all fell into place. The timing is right, the stars aligned, my ancestors said, hey, go for it, and I did. Well, are you going to be doing more work with them in the future? Uh, I would say that is a yes. But that's all I can say about okay. that right now. <laughs> that's fine. No, I mean, okay. I, I dig it. I mean, as long as everybody's cool, that that's that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, that, that's great. Yeah. So it's, what's the other thing you wanted to talk about? <laughs> uh, 
So, oh, no, you can talk about the book. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about how cool they are, and then you can talk about the other thing you wanted to talk about. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, because, I mean, I know we're talking about herb magic because that comes out on Tuesday, on April 21st. So, I mean, you know, we can certainly keep talking about that, but we can also talk about the other book I have coming out this year, but let's talk about herb magic first. Sure. Herb magic is really fantastic. So, okay, so you were given this grant. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I really highly recommend it to anybody because there's a lot of good information in it. It goes into divination. It does go into some spell work. It goes into, I mean, it's not just a book about herbs in that right. regard. It's not, it's not just a, this is what this is. This is what it looks like. This is what it does. You, you did a lot more than just that. Right. And that was what I wanted to do. You know, people are always like, okay, so I've got the plants. How do I use them? Well, here you go. Here's 15 mm-hmm. different spells you can do for protection. Here's five different ways you can use comfrey, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, it's great. And it's, and it's also about how to make certain oils and how to make mm-hmm. certain protection, protection charms. And I mean, it's fantastic. So for that reason alone, it is worth the price of admission. <laughs> I really love it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful. So Thank it's, you. You know, it's really great. It it and it's kind of broken up into, you know, different, not phases, but different sections. You talk about yeah, chunks. <laughs> the difference between well, I mean, you you talk about the difference between, you know, this one being for this gender or gender specific or this thing being good for an ointment or, you know, this is a great oil or use this incense. I mean, it's, it's, it's big in a, in a manageable sense. I, I hope I'm saying that yeah. right. No, <laughs> that you are, you are. And I, I, I appreciate that. You know, it's funny because you mentioned uh, the section where we include like the gender of the plant. I really struggled with that. And I actually wanted to leave that out. Um, because plant gender assignments, no, plant gender assignments yeah. are based on some pretty sexist and misogynistic stereotypes. You know, plants that are soft and gentle are feminine, while plants that are strong and powerful are masculine. And I was just kind of like, we don't really, we, you know, we, it's, it's 2020. We don't really assign things gender based on characteristics. Um, but for the sake of continuity with a lot of other texts that people probably have in their reference pile, um, we went ahead and uh-huh. included it. And I know a lot of people are starting to refer to herbs as things like hot or cold as opposed to masculine or feminine. Um, so I kind of wanted to leave that out. But we went ahead and put it in there just for continuity's sake. Well, and I, you know, I don't have a problem with, I don't have a problem with genders being assigned at certain times for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as it's not exclusionary, and I don't find it to be. Sure. As a bisexual, as a bisexual person myself, I find right. that sometimes I'm more, I think more male than female, and sometimes I think more female than male. I'm able to access... Sure you know, 
multiple levels of being at the same time. And sometimes, you know, and and I was raised in, in in an era where we jack shit about gender fluidity. Right. We knew there right. were girls that there were there were girls that like boys, there were boys that like girls, there were girls that like girls, there were boys that like boys. Right. And there was that's what we like back in my day. <laughs> right. I mean and uh, listen, to me sex is like a Chinese food menu. Sometimes I want some right. from column A. Sometimes I want some from column B, and sometimes right. I want A and B. There you go. So there I mean, you go. It's like I don't really, sometimes I like yeah. red wine, but every once in a while I need a glass of white wine. There you go. It's yes. to me it's that simple, and I sure. think people are hypersensitive sometimes to. I mean, and listen, gender fluidity is a real thing. I'm fluid all fucking oh, day absolutely. long depending on the situation because depending on who I'm with, what's going on, I mean, I can be uber girl one minute at work and, like, your big bad daddy the next minute because, oh, I, sure. I mean, I will beat the shit out of somebody verbally. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't why I love care. you. You're so feisty. <laughs> I'm very feisty. It is very true. And I'm feisty in all aspects. But, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel any kind of way about it when I see something that's gender assigned. As long as, you know, folks are not made to feel like they're excluded. And maybe at some point more research will be done into the male and female characteristics of all plants. I'm just not there yet. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. In seeing it, but you know what I mean. But I don't. I don't feel like it shouldn't be taken in any kind of negative way. It's just right. and I, the and way I don't we. I don't think that it is. I just think it's weird to like. Yeah. I said, I think it's rooted in some. It, it's rooted in stereotypes, and you know. So I was kind of like, you know, because there were some plants where I looked at them and I was like, well, it says it's masculine, but that feels like a really soft and feminine plant to me. But what do I know? Um, but like I said, those assignments were made so long ago that I'm I'm not sure anybody ever really. I don't know how much attention people even paid to that part of plant stuff. I I mean I don't know. Well, part of it is sometimes you want, listen, some folks don't know. Some folks need that energy to use for certain types of magic, whatever the magic is. So to leave it out may have been more of a disservice to folks who actually still use, you know, some level of identification that way for certain purposes. Like, and that was kind of the conclusion we came to is that it's better to go ahead and include it with the disclaimer of here's why we're including it as opposed to eliminating it completely. Um, Yeah. I mean, (laughs) sometimes, you know, listen, you can't make everyone happy all the time. No, nope, I stopped trying. You know, I'm too old. I'm too crotchety. I'm too much over it. <laughs> to right, right. That's, you know, that's point. the privilege. I mean, I care that's, about that's the privilege you get when you hit fifty. Is like you just don't. You, you get zero fucks to give, and it's great. 
lot of the time I do. Sometimes I do give a lot of fucks, but in any yeah, event, you know. it's like, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but I think, I think, listen, everything is not for everybody. And that's right. just the fact of life. Be. It doesn't have to be. Right. Right. I mean, as long as something isn't done in a hurtful manner or with oh, the purpose right. of, sure. of, of hurting anybody, I'm, I'm pretty much a, you know, just take everything as it comes. Things are a lot less important <laughs> than people think they are, to be honest. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, it's not that goddamn dramatic, kids. Don't worry. <laughs> Nobody meant to hurt anybody's feelings. I just find people to be in some, depending on what it is, I find some people to be very hypersensitive and find offense just to because they've looked for it as opposed to it actually happening. So, yeah. But anyway. I get it. Um, I get it. Yeah. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun writing this but, book. It was great because I've got, like, this massive library of herbal reference books that I was able to pull out and sort of, like, share. You know, it's kind of like, okay, I know I learned this. What, what else could people learn that maybe I hadn't thought to put in there? So, it's, you know, it was, it, was, it was a great project to work on. I was really excited about it. Yeah. I mean, it's great. You've got some great just all-purpose stuff. Laundry soap. Yeah. You know, hand soap. You know, yeah. smudge sticks. Yeah, it was love stuff. Yep. Pop it. All I mean, you pretty much all, covered all kinds of a stuff. lot of things. I know. <laughs> stopping a gossip at work. I mean, these are like That's one of my purpose. favorite ones. Is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. That one is toilet paper Why? spell, but the well, just because, you know... When well, the toilet paper spell is just... Yeah, I mean, the toilet paper spell is one of our favorites because it's just so fucking easy. You're sitting there, you're doing the damn no. spell halfway anyway. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, all you need is like a Sharpie, like the... a roll of two-ply, and a bag of chalupas, and you're good to go. <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> Bag of chalupas. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Oh, <laughs> and you're talking to somebody who already has stomach issues, so that's just perfect. Yeah, but, there um, you go. Yeah. So you want to tell people the you want to tell people the the gossip spell? Yeah. So the gossip spell is one of those things where. We've all encountered people in our lives who are hateful, and they just say hateful things. They're mean. They lie. Um, Basically, they just need to stop. And I I actually wanted to call this the shut the fuck up spell, but then we went with the spell to stop a gossip instead. Um, So this is one of those spells where you can do it with stuff that you have around your house. you need some really thick pink fabric. Like if you have craft foam, that works really well because it's nice and spongy. Um, You need your basic magical tools like the scissors, the paper, and the pen. And then I like to use, excuse me, I like to use black cohosh with this one as well as stinging nettle, like maybe a teaspoon of each. And then you get some of that butcher's twine like you get in in the deli section at your grocery store. 
So you're going to take your spongy powers and you cut into the shape of a tongue. Now, I have also done this spell using an actual cow tongue that I got from the butcher shop. But for purposes of this book, we didn't want to squick anyone out too badly, like if they were vegetarian or anything. So we went with the foamy option. Um, but you're going to cut mm-hmm. it into the shape of a tongue. And then whoever the person is, it's talking you. You're going to write their name on that paper and you put it sort of on top of the pink fabric and you sprinkle the herbs on top of the paper. And then you roll that little fabric tongue up into a little tight tube with the paper and the herb stuck <laughs> inside the roll. So now you've got like a little tongue tube. That's where your twine's going to come in. And you wrap it around the tongue and you are binding that tongue shut. I like to tie it with three knots because three is a magical number. Um, and then you uh-huh. can just say something simple. Like the incantation in the book is a very basic one, but you can do whatever you want. This, the, the one in the book is out of sight, out of mind, your wicked words I now bind. Your talk will bring no harm to me as I will, so shall be. But you can say whatever works for you. And then you take the tongue far away somewhere and you bury it. And you just, and then you, you set it and forget it. You don't have to spell and tell. You just, just don't worry about it. And your gossipy person is going to stop talking trash about you. <laughs> it's a I very gratifying a of- spell to do. It's really gratifying. Like there's a, there's a feeling of power. Like I am taking my life back from this person who is talking shit about me and mine. <laughs> I need to buy a whole lot of pink fabric. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know that 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 that, uh, that foam that you can buy like at Joanne's, like to stuff pillows with or to like line stuff with, and it's like it's like an inch or two thick and it's like spongy. It feels like Nerf bomb, man. Get a, get a get a sheet of that, and you can do this all day long. Oh gosh, no doubt. <laughs> I'll be binding all kinds of shit. I don't know. Right? You may not want me working that fucking spell. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> all of a sudden, like five hundred different off. people just stop talking. Everybody's like, we can't say anything. Raina's around. You know, it would not <laughs> surprise me. Part of here's the thing. I still go in because my business supports other businesses like hospitals and cops. I still right. go to work every day. And uh, I am now also the, the head nurse in charge. And when I'm at work, I have to take everyone's vitals every morning, make them fill out a health oh, no. screening form. I mean, this is insane, and I know I have pissed off some of these guys. <laughs> no, you know, because they're like no. Nurse Ratchet <laughs> no. is on the floor. Zero fucks give, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't care. You're gonna do what I tell you to do, or you're not gonna be yeah. able to work. And once they hear that, they're like, okay, she's pretty damn serious. And I have a boss who's like, yeah, you need to do what she says because I may be her boss, but I'm afraid of her too. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That's the way you do it, girl. I'm telling you. (laughs) So So what else is going on aside from this beautiful book? So I have another beautiful book that I would love to tell you about that's coming out in September. Nice. I know. This is one that I was working on last summer for for Llewellyn. 
Um, and this one uh-huh. is, it was kind of a, it was a labor of love. This is one I had wanted to write for a really long time. Um, and it's called Badass Ancestors. Nice. <laughs> I know. I didn't think they'd let me keep the title. I thought they were going to make me keep the t- title, but uh, I thought they were going to make me change it. But my editor went to bat for me, and so it is indeed Badass Ancestors. But I it's think that's fantastic. Why, why, so would you, why would there be an issue about the title? I think that's an amazing title. It's a great title, honestly, and I can't imagine this book being called anything else, but it's basically about how to work with your ancestral guides. First of all, how do you find them? How do you find your ancestors? And then what do you do with them once you've found them? So it's sort of, right. it's, it's sort of, ha- it's half genealogy 101, like here's how to find your people, here's how to build their story, here's what to do when you have problem ancestors, which we all do. And then how do I work with them? How do I introduce myself to them? How do I set up an altar? How do I ask them for financial aid? How do I do all of these things? And what's the best way to do this in a way that's respectful and honors the people that I come from, whether they're people that I'm related to by blood, marriage, or ancestors of the heart. Um, So I'm really excited about that one. So that comes out in September. Yeah. Hell yeah. Are you serious? So, okay, <laughs> Mythbuster time. So I Ooh. thought ancestors had to be someone you're related to by blood. So, well, so for the purposes of DNA testing, yes, your ancestors are people uh-huh. that came before you that you're related to genetically. Absolutely. In a okay. spiritual context, Family is family. Your kinfolk are your kinfolk. Um, if I was adopted, mm-hmm. it doesn't make my parents any yeah. less my parents. I'm not adopted, but if I were, um, or right. if you have a sibling who is a step-sibling, do you love them less because your parent married their parent? Or what if you never knew your parents, but your grandparents raised you, you know? So, there's all mm-hmm. of these things. So there's, so there's those ancestors of the blood. And then you have ancestors yeah. of the heart. And I think we find those a lot in the spiritual community. We find people who say, you know, this person is like my spiritual grandmother. And, you know, we, we treat them with the same reverence and respect that we would blood kin. Um, so for, for the purposes yeah. of guides, Ancestors can be a lot of different people. I have some in my family that I work that I'm not biologically related to, but I've developed a connection with them, and they've, they've helped me out a couple times. There are other ancestors I am related to directly in a straight line back through the generations, and I don't want anything to do with them. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very complex journey, but family is basically how do you define your family? How, who do you define as an ancestor? And if there's someone that you believe is your ancestor, then, you know, work with them while also, cool. being, conscious of, while also being conscious of not appropriating ancestors that you might not be entitled to work with. Just throwing that out there. Right. Okay. So, so for example, like, I really loved my mother-in-law. My mm-hmm. mother-in-law is was a wonderful person was more of a mom to me than my own mother i mean seriously so mm-hmm. i could work with her absolutely nice. yeah i mean 
you know, my, my mother-in-law passed in 2013, but she was a part of my life for, oh my gosh, 20 years prior to her death. She, you know, she treated my daughter, who was not biologically her grandchild, she treated my daughter the same as she treated her biological grandchildren, and she loved me, and I loved her. I absolutely work with her, not biologically related to her, but, oh, absolutely. Nice. Oh, that's great. That's really good news. Yeah. Because yeah. I was under this impression, I think there's a lot of folks who are just under Miss, not well. I guess we think in limited terms from sure. thinking about things a certain way years back, and it just takes time to like, you know, reconfigure the mind and reconfigure the viewpoints. Because mm-hmm. you know, I was always taught that well, you know, your ancestors are the people who raised you, blah blah blah, or somebody right. that you know you worked with in a magical sense that you considered an elder who's passed on, which I have sure. both of. So, yeah. I mean, and, and both of those so I thought I was limited. Yeah. No, I, I don't think, and, and you know, I th- and a lot of people have asked me something similar. And, you know, here's the thing. There are some cultures in this world where ancestor veneration never stopped. But for those of us who live in the United States in particular, we kind of got yeah. busy and forgot. Like, we just, we just sort of stopped doing it. We may have brought those traditions over from whatever country our, our people came from, but eventually we just stopped. Yeah. We're too busy trying to make sure everybody gets to soccer practice on time and are we watching the next episode of The Masked Singer? And we just stopped paying attention to this stuff. And the thing is, our ancestors are trying to get our attention. We just ain't listening. Oh, so true. It's so like bizarre, true. You know? But then it's, once you start oh, man. Like, them again, then it's crazy because yeah. now it's like my people won't shut up. They're a chatty bunch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, mine are kind of uh, mouth runners, too, as you may have noticed. Yeah. They passed it on to me. I find this bullshit, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah. I come from a long line of talkers. Yeah, so, yeah. I I come from a long yeah, line of very highly, strongly opinionated people, um, and they make no, they have no qualms at all about telling me. Well, they'll call me out on my bullshit, but they'll also tell me, "Hey, here, here's what you need to do. Pay attention." Now, what I choose to do with that information well, is on me, but you know, the, right. the first step is learning to listen. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes I'll be thinking about any situation that I'm in and I'm like, I wonder what my grandmother would think about this. And then, have you asked her, you know, yeah. And I'm not sure I'm hearing her or if I'm hearing what I want to hear. So that book is going to be probably pretty important for me working with her and other folks, because it's like, I, you know, even as a witch, I'm the biggest fucking skeptic in the world. Like uh, I don't believe shit. Even when it happens right. like, to you me, gotta, I'm like, you show yeah. me evidence for this here. Yeah, show me the evidence. Yeah. I'm the same. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was really me. resistant to it for a long time because I'm somebody who, like, you know, I am, I am a spiritual person who believes strongly in science, and it's like, okay, I, you yeah. know, it's like tarot cards. I've been reading tarot cards for thirty years. Damn if I know how they're never wrong. You know. 
There's no explanation. Yeah, it's I weird. I know, yeah. and I'm constantly looking for the logic. Okay, where, what's the right. real? Right. Because these folks that do, oh, well, goddess made that, no. Mm-mm. I don't go to goddess first. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a science person like you, and I'm like, nah, let's find the yeah. rational explanation first. Let's find the mundane yeah. explanation first because there's got to be right. one. When we've exhausted, be. we've exhausted all possibilities, then I'll consider that maybe it was a magical thing. Okay, maybe. All right, it's right. possible. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Whenever, whenever I do, whenever I do any kind of workshops or classes, you know, where we're talking about magic and theory, there's always somebody who asks, "Okay, but how do you know this is real?" And it's a legitimate question. It really is. How do you know it's real yeah. as opposed to this was just something in my head? And my answer is always, right. "Well, did your spell work?" Because if the answer to that question is yes then why would you think it's not real? I mean, sure, there could have been other things that caused it to happen, but there's, I mean, there's no, there's no analytical way to prove it. There's no metrics. We're not doing KPIs on our magical working. We just know that I did X and oh. Y took place, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you still find that fascinating? I do, and I find it very puzzling, and sometimes I find it just downright troubling because it's like, here I am, a perfectly sensible, logic-based human being, standing there telling somebody that if they sniff lavender and tuck it under their pillow, here's what's going to happen. And honestly, if I was somebody else, I'd look at me and think I was crazy. Wow. (laughs) Funny as hell. All I know is it works. But I, I've stopped trying to figure out yeah, why. Yeah, it does work, I do actually. Yeah. I, but, yeah, don't you find it, I mean, especially, I mean, well, I'm older, but especially at my age, I question more now than I ever did in all my life. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Oh, see, it could I've, be. I've, I've kind of stopped like I've gotten to the point where I'm like no all right well that works that's cool and and I just walk away from it like I've I've just stopped giving a shit I'm like okay look I don't know why I don't know how I just know that that it's gonna work so I'll just I'll just do it and then I'll go do something else I mean I've 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 stopped trying to rationalize it because you can't you'll beat yourself up and go crazy trying to figure out how and why it works now that's true because a lot of the time I'm like, like if I have even the slightest doubt in a spell, that shit ain't going to work. It's just not. Right. No matter what I right. do. But I'll tell you what, if I, if I know, you have to know that you know that you know. Like right. you know your name and you know who you are. That is how you have to know a spell. Because that is when magic yeah. is its most powerful. Absolutely. And I always tell people, it's like, you know, look, whether you believe this spell will fail or whether you believe this spell will succeed, either way, you are correct. Yep. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a great line. No matter what it is you believe about this spell, you're right. I love that. Yep. No matter what it is, you you are absolutely right. You don't think it's going to work? Guess what? You're right. 
It's not. Oh, damn. I need to correct my thinking. That is the problem. Oh, because I am still such a skeptic. I am defeating my own purpose. I have just learned something. See? The more you know. Yep. <laughs> The more you know. Like you couldn't see oh. it when I said that, but I did like the arm wave, like the rainbow with the more you know and the star. Oh, like I, I did, did a, a like a, yeah, I did like a sweeping arm motion for you. I, I did it too when I sang it. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yeah, I just did it again. You know what I'm talking about. You have to be a that's right age to remember the oh oh that's, that's hilarious. Right. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, Can you believe it? It we are down to eight. Yeah, we're down to eight minutes. Holy Stop shit! That's impressive. That's, That's crazy. We've been yapping for this long. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do this again. We are. I'm gonna book you as soon as we're done. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. How do you like that shit? <laughs> That's pretty damn impressive. How you yeah, like that? Yeah, that is now? impressive. And you know what? So here's what we're going to do, and we're going to do this off the air as well. But just to give folks uh, some foreknowledge about this, Patty's other book is coming out in September, so we're going to book Patty for a Saturday special in September. Yes, <laughs> oh, girl. I, oh, no. Actually, girl, it will have to be. It will have to be the first week of October. Here's okay. why. We're all, we take off every September. We're not even on the air in September. Oh. That's our that's our season. Yeah, our season ends the last weekend of August. Our new season starts the first week of October. So okay. we will have you on first Saturday in October. So we know the book will already have just been released, and we will okay. have you on the first Saturday of October. How's that? Dude, I'm putting you on my calendar right now because I actually just canceled an event that was supposed to happen that day. So you're in luck. There we go. It'll be 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Okay. On, uh-huh. on the first Saturday in October. Go ahead and write it down, y'all, because we are going to have we Patty go. back on. I know Sis has 9,000 questions. <laughs> Guaranteed she sends her love. Absolutely. Yay, I miss her. I'm sad I didn't get to chat with her, too. All right, I've got you on my calendar for October 3rd. Perfect, perfect. And sis will be thrilled. So, yeah, Yay. we will take care of that. Yay, and it's going to be awesome. Woohoo! Awesome. So, Patty, in the last five minutes, <laughs> yes. where can people expect? where can people expect to see you once this bullshit is over? Oh, my God, that's a really good question because, like, everything's getting canceled. Um, okay, so uh, all my April stuff was kind of canceled, but um, hmm, good question. So depending on whether things open back up in May, right now um, I am scheduled on May 16th to be at the Buckland Museum of Witchcraft in Cleveland, which if you've never been there, shout out to them. It's so freaking cool. Um, So I will be there doing uh, herb magic stuff. That is Saturday, May 16th. 
And then after that, mm-hmm. I will be hopefully in July at Mystic South in Atlanta. Yes. Um, I'll be presenting a workshop yes. on container magic. I'm going to try to fill up my nice. schedule prior to that. But uh, if you go to my website, patsywiggington.com, and click on the events tab, I keep that updated anytime anything changes so you can see where I'm at, what I'm doing, who I'm hanging out with, and all kinds of other cool stuff. I love it. Patty, you are so cool, so fun, such a great writer. Again, folks, Herb Magic, uh, it's amongst her other amazing books. Her Spell a Day book is great. Her Good Witch book is great. I can't see the rest of my bookshelf. Just do yourself a favor. Get on the website. Get on her website. She's amazing. You will not go wrong with these. If you have somebody in your life who just needs it, you know, like she said, down and dirty, let's cut to it. (laughs) Just get down to it. (laughs) Patty Wigginton is amazing. Her books are amazing. She's an amazing person. I'm blessed. She's a great witch, a wonderful friend, a fantastic person. If you get a chance to actually meet her in person, I'm telling you, her energy is, she is amazing. She is on 10, honey. Let me tell you what. She lit. You are so sweet. I love you so much. I love you too. I love you. I love your writing. I I love everything about you. I cannot wait to see you. Uh, yes, because a bitch needs a bitch needs this book autographed. Okay, I'm just oh. gonna say it like that. I, girl, I'm gonna hook you, you know, up. That's how I, I roll. Hear that for you. <laughs> I know, man. I'll be coming with an armful of books to Mystic South this year because we are believing. Sis and I are determined that it's gonna happen. Mystic South is going to happen. This is oh be god, a I hope so. Here. I need my tribe. I need we my community, to- man. It's hard without community. It really is. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. We're, we're going to be stronger. We're going to be stronger after this. And uh, we've got to look to the future, and we've just got to make sure we take care of each other as, as well as we can. And I'm seeing a lot of examples of that in the community and outside of the community. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we are uh, down to it. Patty Wigginton, I love you so much. And, yes, we are going to have you back on first Saturday of October. Write it down. On my calendar. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time. So, all right, my love, I am going to let you go for now, and I am going to be in touch with you in the next five minutes. So, love Excellent. you to Raina, thank you so you much. Be- I love you, too. Wonderful. And we will be back next week, y'all. Just check the events page on DesperateHouseWitches.com and check it out. We're on Facebook. We will talk to you soon. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.